it's time for a Cardinal Cut-In. Highlights and information about the Annandale Cardinal football team. I'm Jeremy Wheeler. All right, it's time for another Cardinal Cut-In. This is Jeremy Wheeler here with KRWC Radio. We're sitting down with Annandale Cardinals head coach Matt Walter. Coach, it was a great win on Friday night. The Cardinals knocked off the Royals 48-18. Kind of what we expected going in, but a little bit worried about the the trap game. Uh, What was your plan going in against the Royals last week? You know, going in, we wanted to get healthy. We wanted to get healthy and stay healthy. Um, We've been going at it for six weeks now. It's been pretty physical. We've had some kids banged up with minor injuries, um, some linebackers of ours. The, the two passion uh, brothers, Colby and, and Carter, were banged up a little bit, and a running back, Ryan Zjelski, was. So we came in, and, and for the week of practice, we didn't hit all week. For the first time all year, we did very little contact during the week of practice. We just practiced helmets and shoulder pads. Um, we knew that if we could just stay focused and, and, and do our job on Friday night, we were probably a little bit better than Watertown was. We are a little bit worried about the kids being a, in a lull, we told them if they'd practice hard, and we're not going to hit during the week. And uh, and that's what we did, just trying to get our players healthy. Without our starting running back, you know, we looked for some more depth at running back, and we came with a game plan to throw the football. We weren't going to run Peyton. Peyton's run the ball a ton the first, you know, four games of the year. We figured we're not going to give him one carry on Friday night unless we have to to win the game or something. So we wanted to get our passing game going a little bit, and that's what we did. We came out, we threw the football, um, you know, Luke Michael came in at running back, filled him for Ryland, did a great job blocking and running. Um, got a lot of different kids on the field. It was a good night for us on Friday. It was. And talked about you were a little bit better than the Royals, but, again, they had a hard time containing your, your rush defense. The defense had been strong all season long. The Royals made some plays, though, uh, as they, they've definitely got some athletes over there. Uh, when they were able to protect their quarterback, Hanson Doulis, um, their junior quarterback, they, they got some balls, especially out to uh, Mason Pothan, their senior wide receiver. They do have some nice weapons over there on offense. They, they do. Number three, their receiver, he's a good athlete. I mean, he could play for any team in our league. Their quarterback's a big, strong kid, and he throws the ball well. They're just a little young and a little thin on the offensive line. And for us, probably the strongest part of our team is our defensive line. We have more depth in our defensive line. Our, our, we have strong kids, tall kids, athletic kids. Uh, we can play eight, nine kids on the D-line. So we're able to rotate guys in and keep them fresh. And I thought our defensive line pretty much took over the game. I mean, um, besides for a few pass plays here and there in the first half, they really struggled to run the football. I think they ended up with 35 yards rushing for the entire game, and we were able to get some shots in their quarterback. So our D-line was phenomenal on Friday night. They were, and we'll be talking to uh, sophomore, our defensive player of the game, sophomore Kessler Ketting, one of your defensive ends. He was in there and, and made some big plays. Um, on offense, you talked about uh, your quarterback, Peyton Foby. He did, didn't run the ball at all, uh, but he did throw for 235 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. All three of those touchdowns went to last week's Offensive Player of the Week, Paul Meyer, who finished with 144 yards. Uh, talk about, uh, you know, and, and those numbers are even more impressive because those starters only played for the first half. Everybody sat down <laughs> at the at the at halftime, and after that, it was kind of the the B squad and the JV and everybody else that that got to take on the rest of the game. Uh, but this offense has definitely been making strides over the course of the season. What what do you think has been the the biggest key to making that progression? You know, we're getting better every week. You're exactly right with that. Our line, our line's improved. We got a lot better. We moved some kids around. We're trying to get a little more athletic on the office line. We start the season really big. We have some depth. We have some size up there. But we thought we may be just a step slow. So we moved Lucas Baco. He went from being kind of a tight end type player of the offensive line. Logan Purcell, we moved from a tight end of the offensive line, even though he hasn't played a whole lot there. Uh, we moved Cole Pass from the defensive line. We brought him over. 
to play center for us. And then Danny Aluna, who was our center, we moved him over to guard. You know, we still have Devin Ramstead. We brought a sophomore up, Isaac Hagstrom. He just moves a little bit better. Um, and he's been filling in. We still need to be a little bit more physical. But I think we're a little bit quicker. We're able to get to the second level a little bit better. We're a little bit more athletic pass blocking. Peyton got touched on one play on, on Friday night passing the ball. And it's because we blew an assignment on a blocking. But besides that, our, our O-line gave him all the time he needed. And, and Peyton's lights out throwing the football. Our receivers caught the ball well. Uh, we got Trevor Marquette in there. He's been hurt all year with a hamstring injury here during the first week of practice. So we're getting better. We're getting deeper. Even with a couple of the injuries, uh, I think just the depth that's helped us to get more kids on the field, and hopefully it makes us stronger the last part of the season here. Absolutely. You mentioned that great offensive line play. Our offensive player of the week is our, your senior tackle, Devin Ramstad. Going to give some love to the offensive line this week because all those touchdowns in the big yards don't happen without, <laughs> as you said, the offensive line blocking up there. So fantastic. Now, a little different test coming in this week. I'm guessing practice will be a little bit more physical. Uh, the Delano <laughs> Tigers are coming to town. Uh, they're coming off of a law, kind of a surprising loss, at least in my mind. 35-20 to 20 to, uh, to Dasquicato. The game was in Delano. It was their homecoming. Uh, they're now 3-2 and two on the season. What are you expecting when Delano comes to town? I expect a team that's upset and mad. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be pretty aggressive and ready to play. They've been turning the ball over. They have a couple losses. And they, they, I know their first loss against Zimmerman, they turned the ball over six times. I think they had three turnovers against D.C. on Friday night. And that's the only thing slowing them down. They're struggling to hang on to the football. They're fumbling snaps. The running backs are fumbling the football a little bit. Um, they're big and strong as always, athletic. you got a 6'5 receiver in uh, Trey Longstreet, you know, real nice quarterback in Max Otto, uh, two returning running backs. Um, they're they're, they're going to be a handful. We have a tough stretch coming up here with – with Delano leading it off and then Glencoe and Holy Family. You know, we played a couple physical teams in D.C. and all, but I think probably the three most physical teams we have left to play. Um, we're going to we're gonna have to sharpen things up a little bit. We'll be physical at practice this week, trying to get back to the routine. But Delano's going to be a tough task. I don't think they're unbeatable. I think we're going to have a shot against them. Uh, we're playing pretty well, but we're going to have to move some big boys off the line, and uh, hopefully we can do that on Friday night to have some success. Now, we've already talked, I mean, kind of off air, you and I talked about the fact I am a Delano graduate, so I'm a, I'm a little partial. <laughs> Sorry this about is, that. Th- I know, I know. This is this is always a hard game for me because in my heart I'm still a Tiger, but, I, you know, I'm, I'm now a Cardinal here. So um, talking about uh, the one consistent, though, is Coach Merrill Pavlovich. He's in his 43rd year as the head coach. <laughs> he just got win number 300 against Glencoe earlier this season. Do you have any thoughts about uh, Coach Pavlovich or any stories that you have maybe over the years of facing him? You know, I'm just wondering why it, it took him that long to get 300 wins. I mean, that's the issues I have. No, uh, Coach Pavlis, we call him Pav. He, he's been like a mentor to me. You know, when I started 19 years ago, I, I remember playing them the second game of the year, and we were losing to them. And um, I think we we're down by 28. And it was the fourth quarter. It was maybe eight minutes left in the game. And, and his team takes a knee. They had the ball at the five-yard, and they're taking a knee. And I'm screaming across the sideline, keep playing, keep playing. And he takes a knee, and... Just to keep the score down, I remember talking to him after the game. I was kind of mad at him. What are you doing? And we want to play football, and you're taking a knee. He's like, hey, we don't need to rub it in. And that's always stuck with me, you know, just humility and not embarrassing your opponent that the next day in the paper nobody wants to see a score, you know, 75 to 21 or 75 to 6. You know, just show your opponent respect. Um, he He's always been extremely classy. The times we beat him, he's come over and talked to, talked to our players and just tell them what a great job they did. Um, he's always come across just just a, a straight up class guy, just a lot of success. But you know he's an Iron Range guy. He's from up north. 
Mm-hmm. And he's just, you know, very humble in who he is. And he's a tough guy. And his team's play tough to kind of, um, you know, play off from his personality. But I have nothing but respect for him. He's been just a really, really class guy and just a Hall of Fame coach in my age for all the years that I've known him. I agree. He's 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 a great guy. He can sometimes just go into to school with him, and I, I graduated with a son. He can every once in a while he gives you that look in the hallway, and you kind of want to turn away. But he is a he's a good guy. So yeah, I mean he, but I think that's just part of his personality, and uh, <laughs> sometimes you just gotta laugh it off. <laughs> Absolutely. So you talked about it already, and we talked last week about the playoffs, and one month from. Tuesday, the playoffs start. The, the most recent QRF rankings that came out uh, with your strength of schedule, you've moved up to number one right now in Section 53A. Uh, but as you mentioned, we've got the, probably the toughest part of the schedule coming up with Glencoe coming, or excuse me, with Delano coming in Friday, then going to Glencoe and finishing out the season at home against Holy Family. How do you stay in that number one spot with the with your toughest opponents coming up? I'm going to win out. <laughs> I mean, it's that simple. I think if we win out, we'll be the one seed. Um, you know, if we lose one, you know, I don't know if we'll get the one. We still could with our strength of schedule. More, more is going to finish undefeated. Their schedule is as strong as ours. But I, I just don't see them getting knocked off. Spectrum may lose the same Anthony at the end, but I, I don't really see them getting knocked off either. Um, you know, our goal, we even get two. I think we're okay with two. You know, we avoid playing more. I think more will end up being the one unless we win out, which we could, and we're, we're trying to. But if we don't, if we get that 2C, we go play more at St. Cloud State. You know, the schedule holds through. I don't think we'll get lower than a 3 no matter what happens, just from looking at the records and the opponents the other teams have to play. But our goal is to win out. We, ne- we never talk to our kids ever about winning conference championships or anything like that. We want to win section championships. Our goal every year is to get the number one seed. You know, we, we tell them that if we get the one seed, we're going to take off any break, and the kids get four days off just to relax and rest. So it's kind of an incentive for them to – to get the one seed, but you know we're gonna take it one at a time. We're gonna try to go after Dallas on Friday night and go after him. We just had a coach's meeting yesterday, and we said we're being aggressive. We're gonna go attack them. We're not backing down for them one second, and um, we're, we're trying to get the one seed. So we'll see what happens. That sounds like a great plan. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I just want to remind everybody to keep listening to Cardinal Cut-Ins, and they're going to be aired during the, the Wright County Sports Updates on KRWC Radio. Uh, we're going to have interviews this week with our Offensive Player of the Week. I mentioned earlier uh, Senior Offensive Lineman Devin Ramstead, our Defensive Player of the Week, Sophomore Defensive Lineman Kessler Kenning. And, of course, I'll be bringing you game updates on Friday. So, Coach, thank you very much for your time, and good luck on Friday. Yeah, thanks, uh, Jeremy. Make sure you're not wearing your orange and black on Friday night. I, I promise I'll wear my, my red and black on Friday night for you, Coach. All right, perfect. <laughs> Stay tuned for more Cardinal Cut-In Reports, aired during the Wright County Sports Updates on KRWC. Sponsored by Lanto Store, the Homestyle Country Cafe, Truman Welters Power Sports, and David Bird, State Farm Insurance.